0: Welcome to episode eight of BizTalk with Bill Roy. Our goal for this podcast is to provide you with insight into the people, places, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Thanks for listening. I want to start with a note about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, which is, of course, available today. The headline is The Business of the NBC, the National Baseball Congress World Series held each year in Wichita. It's about to get underway. Wichita businesses have been a major player in the recent growth of the NBC World Series through sponsorships and involvement. We report on the tournament's economic impact, the budget, corporate sponsorships, and attendance numbers over the past few years. And we talk to area business owners who say the tournament does impact their restaurants and shops. Also, this week, our big top 25 lists, sometimes finding childcare can be a challenge. This week's list is Wichita Area Child Care Centers ranked by enrollment, and that enrollment collectively is up a bit this year. This week we spend 10 minutes with Gabe Schlickaw, a former 40 under 40 honoree who is now working at Meritrust Credit Union. All that and much more in this week's Wichita Business Journal. We've had a great response to BizTalk with Bill Roy. We appreciate the support. Thank you again for listening. And thanks to another source of support, the folks at Equity Bank.
1: Welcome to the Wichita Business Journal Biz Talk Podcast. Talking business is what the commercial banking team here at Equity Bank does best. Visit equitybank.com slash napkin dash
0: stories. We're about a month past the 2017 Wichita River Festival called River Madness this year. I wanted to talk to President and CEO Mary Beth Jarvis about the festival's growth, whether it's turning a profit, and how Wichita companies are involved. We also touched on Jarvis's time at Coke Industries and some new events her organization is producing. Mary Beth Jarvis, the hello, President hello. and CEO of Wichita Festivals, Inc. Thank you for being here. It
1: is wonderful really to be Really appreciate you invite. doing
0: this, spending some time with us, and talking about. River Festival and Mary Beth and some of the other stuff that's going on. This amazing State.
1: city of ours.
0: It's a. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Things are changing. Mm-hmm. It seems like things. You know, we used to talk about. Gosh, yeah, I'm from Wichita, and we'd kind of slunk down, you know. But yeah, we you got don't fly apologetically yeah, anymore. Exactly. You're
1: loud and proud. I like it.
0: We may talk about that a little bit later, but first, I wanted to let our listeners know a little bit more about you. Tell us about Mary Beth Jarvis, your journey to this point. Uh, You're from from back east.
1: Yeah, no. So my my husband and I are transplants. Uh, We were brought here when we were both active duty military. He was an instructor pilot on the refueling tankers at McConnell. And I was also an officer in the Air Force at McConnell. And that was each of our last active duty Air Force jobs. And we were just certain we'd be here in Wichita two years and then head back east or somewhere. But I'll tell you, 24 years later, there's just so many reasons to stay and has been have been throughout so i i finished up my last day in camouflage and combat boots was a friday and mm. my first day at coke industries was a monday <laughs> and 15 years out there in eight or nine different roles was just a tremendous experience great education amazing you know to work around folks that are just brilliant and dedicated and diversely talented a uh, lifetime of learning there. Uh, but then I shifted gears and had the opportunity to take what had over the years here in Wichita become hobbies, right? Volunteerism for organizations like the Convention and Visitors Bureau, who now visit Wichita. Um, the YMCA and others, and turned that into a career, and uh, shifted over to the nonprofit side to take the job at uh, Wichita Festivals. And so I get to be a project management nerd, and a community cheerleader, and a an overseer of an effort that I think and hope many agree uh, helps create the quality of place that is uh, that is something we can be really proud of. So it's been a great journey.
0: Tell me about your hometown. Where are you from?
1: I am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Right. Um, we we actually moved here from New York. Folks thought perhaps we'd lost a bet, but um, <laughs> but Pittsburgh is where I grew up, and uh, you know I find a lot of similarities. Pittsburgh is very neighborhood oriented and family oriented in a way that Wichita is also. Though uh, I'll tell you my eight minute commute and, you know, two red lights a day, yep. uh, habits here in Wichita, I wouldn't, wouldn't hold true back East. And, and while we may not like 101 too many days in right. a row, I do love the sunshine and the, uh, the openness of, uh, of life here in Kansas.
0: You went to Notre Dame I University. Did. I did. Yes. Tell us about that experience.
1: So the Air Force paid my way through Notre Dame. Thank you to them. And um, I have really enjoyed continuing to be a part of that community. I serve on our uh, class um, board of directors and get involved with our reunion planning. Yeah, now that now that I plan events for a living, we've right. uh, tapped into that. But uh, no, it is. We've got a little bit of an alumni association here, but. But I will tell you, we will uh, wear the black and gold and cheer on the shocks and um, get get our, our spirit up for KU or K State as needed, right up until when they play My Irish. Right. Then, then that's, that's, where, that's, that's where I got story off. entirely. That's right.
0: Right. We've mm-hmm. talked to other people who have also worked at Coke Industries and gone on to other things, and they talked about their time at Coke Industries while being demanding. Uh, one person described it as getting a an MBA mm. in their time there. Do you agree with that? Well, I'll tell you, there's
1: just so many brilliant business leaders from whom to learn. Um, I wouldn't, you know, an MBA is an MBA, and, right. and that's that's a, a whole different set of efforts. But my um, ability to understand the fundamentals of business, um, the interplay between. Uh, value creation, the customer, uh, your capabilities. I mean, uh, being able to bring some of that, um, analyzing our key risks, you know, the, being able to take a nonprofit like Wichita Festivals and apply some of that economic thinking to ensure that we can know what we do best and cultivate that and manage risks where we need to and invest in customer relations, listen to the market. Um, all of those were things that became you know, second nature while out at Coke, and I, I I think have added value to our journey at Wichita Festivals.
0: Do you feel like you brought a lot of those principles of market-based management to festivals?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I mean, at heart, market-based management is about. Understanding where you're going, understanding what you're good at and what skills you need, what people you need, what values have got to be underpinning everything you do, and then working really, really hard to provide something that your user, your customer wants. And in the case of Wichita Festivals, this community wants great ways to celebrate the best that we have to offer, to host visitors, to feel wonderful about that which we offer to each other, our neighbors, right, and visitors. And uh, so, I mean, that's, that's key in everything. Wichita Festivals does, and it's been neat to combine that business education with a whole new education as part of Wichita Festivals, learning from the incredibly talented and creative and diversely experienced staff and volunteer corps that we have. I've learned so much in the last four and a half years about fields I knew nothing about Mm -hmm. and areas of operation and arts and culture that um, I just hadn't had much exposure to. So it's uh, it's definitely been a well-rounded experience. And I hope the community looks at the product we've created and the energy that we've helped build along with so many great partners uh and sees it as a good thing
0: five weeks out about five or six weeks out from river madness 2017 how did it go this year
1: We had an amazing festival. I will tell you from a collaboration standpoint, this was a high watermark um, as far as I can tell. Volunteerism was up, sponsorship and event partners, collaborators on bringing events and excitement to the festival. Um, absolutely, a, a continued trend that's seen growth and uh, and just success over the last few years. We had a little bit of a rainy first weekend, and um, so economically, it won't be quite as good as 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 a the tremendous year we had in 2016. Um, but it's amazing how when you create programming, people really care about. They'll come out in their rain slickers or you know dodging right. dodging a pop up thunderstorm uh, or rain shower, and um, and so we saw that. Um, But uh, when it all shakes out, I I think the overriding themes are, one, we got you on the river, which is something this community really treasures because frankly we don't get enough of that year-round. We got our neighbors together, um, everything from a tremendous gospel fest to wonderful nights of arts and cultural experiences um, to great concert. And we got you out doing things, you know, Water tank races to the river run, so heritage events like the Safe Light Auto Glass Sundown Parade, right. fireworks displays, you know, those heritage things we, people love. But I'll tell you, we branched out. We had entrepreneurial focused events and a ton of events focused on science, technology, engineering, art, and math for kids of all ages, uh-huh. truly, elementary up through adults. Um, so we really feel like we continue to reinvent. Um, ourselves even while staying true to our heritage so we're just proud of that effort and so proud of all the partners that help us create it Um, 7,000 volunteers 300 collaborating entities they're just amazing
0: obviously this is biz talk part Mm -hmm. of the podcast name so tell us about some of those things that you've incorporated into River Festival that have to do with local business. One Million Cups is an example to uh, entrepreneurial things. Tell us about some of those things and why you wanted to do that.
1: It was one of, one of the great journeys of this year was was um, sort of having some of those collaborations flourish. Uh, we had some very, very young, in fact, d- WSU student young uh, entrepreneurs throw a uh, talk called Ground Level, sort of a mini TED Talk um, mm-hmm. during River Fest about their experiences um, becoming uh, inter- inculcated in the world of business business. business uh, as as high school and now college students. Uh, We hosted One Million Cups out at Riverfest that Wednesday morning. A tremendous opportunity to talk entrepreneurship and local uh, business. John Rolfe was brilliant. Um, And so we had a great morning there. Uh, Startup Grind, the monthly tradition, was held during Riverfest. And past Admiral Windwagon Smith, Ron Ryan, um, wowed the crowd with the stories of his business journey and how intertwined that is with incredible business names in Wichita's history, George Oblod, Jack DeBoer, uh, that went really well. And then uh, on the Friday night of Riverfest, uh, we hosted a concert with Randy Newman and an expo, uh, which we invented a word, we're always good at inventing words, (laughs) futurepreneurship. Uh, It was all of the youth entrepreneurship education programs from around the city, from youth entrepreneurs to the um, Do Entrepreneurship K-8 to program, junior achievement, you name it. Those folks were out there showcasing the outstanding work that students are doing to catch the bug of entrepreneurship and, and free enterprise. And we had a lot of business leaders attend that expo and be a part of that evening. So we really, and then you add to that how intertwined we've become with key businesses and employers in town for things like Steam City. You know, right. we created a village of interactive activities, whether it's professional engineering consultants teaching kids how to build a bridge from toothpicks and gumdrops to you know math and science and engineering illustrated uh, in. Activities that kids don't realize can become careers, uh, and we had a ton of folks out from local uh, organized labor organizations, sheet metal workers, electricians, you name it. Um, so, Riverfest needs to be what the community needs it to be. And to, in this day and age, as an educational tool, as an activation tool for entrepreneurship, for the workforce development pipeline, how we really feel like we've made some strides there and we want to continue to do that.
0: Are they approaching you with these program ideas or are you approaching them? How does that work? For example, the PEC example you just talked about.
1: Well, that, you know, we, we invented the idea for a STEAM city, a science, technology, engineering, art, and math focused kind of fest within the fest as a part of our overall salute to aviation and manufacturing that takes place at Riverfest. And um, we, you know, there's been some cities around the country that do that as a unique festival in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So we looked at Charlotte. We looked at Greensboro, North Carolina. But once we came up with that idea, boy, we had folks literally knocking down our doors mm. to showcase the, um, the classroom come to life in career fields and in endeavors um, that are, uh, you know, again, part of the free enterprise system and even the arts and culture world, but how that interacts with the study of science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And so we're just so grateful for folks grabbing onto the vision and making it come to life.
0: When you are looking at something new for the River Festival, what sort of a process does that go through? The idea comes to you. You have a committee that takes a look at it. How does that work?
1: Well, it it goes both ways. There are some ideas like Steam City that we source um, looking around at at our counterparts around the country and best practices. But beginning the 15th of October, we actually do sort of an ole-ole-in-free, a call-out for new events, hobbyists, you know, bring what you love to Riverfest. Over the years, Riverfest has had learn how to play bridge and have a bridge <laughs> tournament you know, in one day, mm-hmm. um, crafts and arts and projects that get displayed. We had a comic con at Riverfest this year. Um, we're looking for everything from disc golf um, to stand-up paddle boards, right? So whether it's trendy or traditional, those activities can benefit from getting new followers and new exposure on the sometimes literally big stage of right. Riverfest. And uh, and so we're excited about those that come knock on our doors. And again, beginning in the fall, that's when we do that call out. Um, But then other things we cook up ourselves, uh, a cardboard regatta, Mm -hmm. a stock tank race. and uh, and hope that the that you know the Pied Piper brings folks along. So it's a are lot there of fun. No,
0: are there numbers yet on this year's River Fest as far as revenue and, and impact that sort of thing?
1: Well, we've got our attendance numbers. We were just over four hundred thousand, about four hundred ten thousand people. Uh, so about ten percent down from last year, uh, given the the softness of that first weekend. Right. But last year was astounding. Um, financially, you know, things will kind of s- suss out between now and the end of the year. Um, the festival. Itself was profitable. Is it profitable enough to help support everything else we do, which is frankly what it needs to be? We'll just sort of have to see how that goes. But um, we we had such great collaboration from our sponsors and partners. Um, honestly, the attendees of a festival bear less than 30% of the cost. Um, the rest of it is our partners, um, cash sponsors, in-kind sponsors, and those are big companies, right? Those are Spirit Aerosystems and Coke Industries and Capital Federal and Fidelity Bank and you name it. But it's also um, small and medium-sized companies mm-hmm. that find a way to support an event or pool their resources to make a big night happen. Uh, and that's the great tradition of Riverfest. There really is something for everyone in terms of participation, but also something for everyone in terms of support
0: and partnership. And there's hopefully something for everyone and some of the other events you do as well. The Riverfest is not the only... Event that you guys produce during the course of a year.
1: That's right. We've, you know, we've experimented with other things over the years. We helped organize the events to open the new uh, Eisenhower Airport terminal last year. Um, This year we have the staples, at least recent staples. Um, We've got a charity golf tournament the first week of September in in memory of one of our past volunteers that benefits cancer research. Um, We also have a wonderful three day fine art show and sale at Bradley Fair, Autumn and Art at Bradley Fair which is September 15th through 17th and that's free and open to the public but it is so because we have wonderful sponsors and amazing patrons that come out and sure the patrons get kind of a fun party and some cool hospitality and VIP treatment but it is their gift to the community that brings fine artists in from all over the country to enliven Bradley Fair Parkway and turn it into this amazing Al Fresco fine art show and sale In September. But we've also got a brand new event this year, which is coming right up. And so we're very excited about it Wichita Vortex Music Festival. Mm. And so it's Wichita's first foray into a downtown music festival that's got a little bit of an Americana, a little bluegrassy, a little bluesy, a little country. Um, music, Dwight Yoakam as an amazing headliner, but there's right. also a whole slate of festival entertainers. But it's also got an urban camping um, experience, which is unique now for Wichita, first time. So in the shadow of the Keeper of the Plains, in this ginormous, amazing, gorgeous backyard of the Mid-America All-Indian Center, which just forms this natural kind of triangular shape, we will throw up a giant stage and have a cool VIP zone, and then a monster sort of festival. Festival grounds with fun summer fun, you know, festival activities, water balloons, and and other surprises. But August fourth and fifth, and so get your tickets now is my message. That's to everyone. coming on right up exactly. And our regular price tickets will be on sale uh, through the day July twenty eighth, and then then you get the the latecomer price, right. which will go up. Um, a little bit, so full up festival passes are only $65 for all of that entertainment. You can then camp and, and uh, or come back in the morning for uh, pancake breakfast and, and another concert in the morning. Um, with, uh, with wonderful local and regional entertainers. So Dwight Yoakam is the giant draw, but Pokey Lafarge is amazing. Um, we've got Lindy Ortega, Moreland and Arbuckle. Uh, there's another stage over in the campground area, so there'll be you know, something for everyone uh, at that event. So new experiments supported by great local businesses, Coleman, Subaru, uh, you name it, you know, are jumping on board with this first-time event to make it exciting and cool. And uh, have some great hospitality. New event.
0: There's be. risks involved, too.
1: Oh, absolutely. So we need folks to jump in. Try something new. <laughs> experiment with us.
0: Can't go wrong with Dwight Yo- Yoakam, right?
1: I'll tell you, he's got a new Bluegrass album out. Um, and I know there's some folks waiting just for that. But he's such an amazing entertainer and such a diverse talent um, that I think he'll draw a lot of folks. Uh, multi-generational. It's a family-friendly event. Um, so it'll be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And again, We have so many people in Wichita that, um, you know, that don't necessarily venture to downtown all the time, that that maybe haven't been out to the Keeper of the Plains or the Mid-America All-Indian Center much or lately, and this is a chance to really enjoy something wonderful at one of our landmark locations right there between the rivers,
0: and so we're excited to bring that to Wichita. You've been here since about 1994, my guess is. And so you have seen the evolution of Wichita over that period of time, from sort of this self-deprecating attitude that Shrug it's it had. Off, right, yeah. exactly. Things are changing. Do you see the momentum like other people do as far as this positive attitude, the Wichita flag, things like that?
1: Yeah, I think there are... um, The energy and pride in the great things about this community has always been there. It just, as you say, has always had this kind of self-deprecating, you know, back end to it. And I do see that disappearing more and more. And I see it disappearing in each generation, right, which is awesome. Um, whether you're, you know, a young person trying to decide whether to stay here while during or after your education, whether you're a young family, whether you're, you know, in that sort of... Um, you know, middle age—I uh, hate that word because it applies to me—but um, or whether you're in, you know, ready for sort of your your golden years, there are new pride-worthy articulations of what being that in Wichita can mean. And I think the very visible symbols of things like pride in the flag, uh, the celebration of Wichita's birthday—all of those are, are symptoms of something that I think has always existed, but everybody feels a little more emboldened. Uh, to share these days.
0: Kind of fun to see, isn't it?
1: Oh, I, you know, it's been a wonderful journey to watch and, and be a part of in small ways, and I seriously hope it continues as we re-energize our river corridor and find the next great steps for Wichita. And there's so many folks with the drive to help with that. We just want to keep the progress going.
0: Mary Beth Jarvis is president and CEO of Wichita Festivals, Inc. Thank you very much for your service to your country to you and to your husband. And we appreciate you being with us on BizTalk with Bill Roy. Thanks. Great to be here. Thanks, Bill. Mary Beth says planning for the Wichita River Festival and other events continues all through the year, but she and her staff get a bit of a break around September. Next week, a chat with Charles Coffey. He's a doctor, one of Wichita Business Journal's emerging leaders and 40 Under 40 honorees. And he's an entrepreneur. He's co-founder of Free State Health, a new way to deliver healthcare services.
1: At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are our favorites, so we created our own series. Visit equitybank.com slash napkin dash stories to watch the startup stories of great businesses across the Midwest.
0: That's Biz Talk with Bill Roy for this week. On behalf of the great staff of the Wichita Business Journal, thanks for listening. Thanks once again to our producer, Brittany Showalter, and to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.